Welcome, everybody, once again to another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. I don't know how many episodes this is, because I don't keep count nowadays, but thank you all for tuning in once again. So, a common thing that we would hear as a complaint among the internet wrestling community is about John Cena saying he got too many opportunities to be in the top guy in championship matches, etc., etc. It's, it's been beating over everybody's heads at this point. But not, I don't think anybody knows how many title shots he actually got in WWE. The answer, 250. 200 of these were either on dark matches or house shows over the years. And thankfully, I got everything typed out on a cell spreadsheet after checking the cagematch.net wrestling database. And the other 50 were all televised. So today, for today's episode, we're going to go over the 50 televised WWE and World Championship matches, title opportunities that he's gotten. These include any unification matches, so there are a couple that are on the list that is like, hey, title for title or some kind of unification, those are on the list. And just remember, these are all ones where he's challenging for a championship. If it's a unification, like I mentioned, it is on the list, but if he's not challenging for a cha world championship at all, not on the list. So, let's get started. First off, we remember he debuted in June 2002, went up against Kurt Angle, I'm John Cena, was a rookie, had no direction, Eventually became the rapper gimmick, a Doctor Thugonomics, and after WrestleMania 19, he would get his first championship match against Brock Lesnar at Backlash after winning this tournament, number one contender. I think it was before this he had like some kind of segment on SmackDown where he's backstage with a laptop and he said, "Brock, your finisher is the F5, oh mine is the FU." I think it was around this time where he established the FU, even though the commentators thought it was a Death Valley driver, because I remember he did it on Rikishi. He eventually led to him getting this title match at Backlash. Brock won. Pretty good match. If you guys have never seen it, it's actually a really solid match, even though it was not the main event. He would not get another title match until two years later at WrestleMania 21 when he went against JBL. JBL was on this reign of terror where he was a chicken shit heel champion, retained the championship by the skin of his teeth and luck and whatever have you. One-on-one, -on -one, no shenanigans. Cena wins the title, becomes the face of the company. Hold the championship for the rest of the year. Which eventually leads to title shot number L, Trice. Now, New Year's Revolution 2006, retained in the Elimination Chamber match with Kane, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Carlito, and Chris Masters. And afterwards, Edge cashed in Money in the Bank and became the new WWE Champion. Still, Cena would get his contractual rematch a few weeks later at the Royal Rumble and defeated Edge to become a two-time WWE Champion. So then, later on, he would end up losing the championship to Rob Van Dam when I see in 2006 was when Rob Van Dam decided, hey, this is when I'm going to get my title shot courtesy of my money in the bank cashing, man. And, of course, Edge interfered, so that cost Cena the title. Cena would get a rematch of the championship at June, 2000, June 26, 2006 edition of Raw against Rob Van Dam. That match would end in disqualification when Rob Van Dam was in the STFU and Edge would interfere, thus ending the match in disqualification because Edge wanted a title shot. Well, guess what? Both him and Cena got the title shot the next week, which was John Cena's fifth televised world title opportunity. Against Edge and Rob Van Dam, a triple threat. Cena hit the FU on RVD. Edge hit Cena with the WWE Championship belt. And then Edge got the pin on RVD, sneaking away with the win. Then the next one would come less than two weeks later. July 15, 2006 edition of Saturday Night's Main Event challenged Edge for the WWE Championship. Cena thought he had the victory, he had the STF on STFU on Edge, but Lita actually attacked the referee. Then when Edge was tapping out, rang the bell, 
Cena thought he won the championship by the submission, but referee reversed the decision, saying no, it's by disqualification because Lita got involved. So uh, does he finish there? Edge sneaks off of the win. Match num title shot number seven, SummerSlam 2006. Both are going like going in. Edge is defending the WWE Championship against Cena still, with the new stipulation added that if Edge gets disqualified, he loses the championship. After Lita takes a FU off of the edge of off the top of Edge, because it was like a double FU attempt, Edge lands on his feet, Lita's getting taken out of the ring, and with a brass knuckle shot to the back of Cena's head, Edge would retain the WWE Championship. Now number eight. Unforgiven 2006, arguably possibly one of John Cena's best matches of his career. The TLC match in Edge's hometown area of Toronto, Canada. I believe at this point Edge was still undefeated technically in TLC matches. Wait, no, sorry, there was the TLC 3. But this was like his big match. Like, because we all know history with Edge and Christian against Doug Boys, Hardy Boys. So this was his big stipulation. And Cena would end up winning the championship, which had the rated R logo on there because Edge debuted that spinnerbelt update design the night after SummerSlam. Hit the FU on Edge off the ladder through two tables. Pulled down the championship in his eighth title shot, becoming the new WWE Champion. Even though Cena did not look happy, I think from what I heard, Cena wanted to lose the match, go to SmackDown, reinvent himself, but they decided, no, you're going to win the title and stand raw, because the stipulation was WWE Championship on the line. If Cena loses, he goes to SmackDown, he wins, so he stays on there. Now, this one is technically a title shot. Match number nine, Cyber Sunday 2006. It was John Cena, the WWE Champion, Versus King Booker, the World Heavyweight Champion, and Big Show, the ECW Champion. And the World Heavyweight Championship was on the line in this match. Curry see the Cyber Sunday poll, saying that fans decided the World Heavyweight Championship was going to be on the line. During this time, Cena was in a, starting to have a feud with Kevin Federline. Triple threat happens, Kevin Federline gets involved, and Cena ends up taking the pin, so King Booker retains his World Championship. After this... Cena would still hold the WWE Championship until he was forced to vacate it on October 2nd, 2007 edition of ECW, the night before he got injured in the match against Mr. Kennedy with a botched hip toss, tore his pectoral muscle, and then Vince, the next night, October 2nd, 2007, ECW, announced that the title was vacated due to injury. Cena would be off TV for a few months, was expected to be gone from six months to a year, came back in Royal Rumble, won the Royal Rumble match, and he was supposed to get the title shot at WrestleMania, but he decided he wanted his title shot early, which led to opportunity number 10, No Way Out 2008 against Randy Orton. Cena and Orton are going at it, and Orton gets himself disqualified by hitting the referee after taking the five-knuckle shuffle, intentional disqualification. Now, the last time we would see something similar to that, as we'll get later on the, a little bit later on the list. This also eventually leads to match number 11, WrestleMania 24. So Cena was still kind of owed his title shot because Randy got intentionally disqualified. And Triple H, the same night at Raw at No Way Out, got a title shot by winning the Elimination Chamber match. So all three men in a triple threat for the WWE Championship. At the end, Triple H got the pedigree on Cena. Randy punched Triple H in the head, and I believe he pinned Cena afterwards to retain the championship. It was a pretty good triple threat, though. Match number 12, Fatal four-way elimination match for the WWE Championship. It was John Cena, defending champion Randy Orton, Triple H, and JBL. Pretty solid match, even though not everybody remembers it. JBL got eliminated first. Then after Cena got the pin on JBL, he got punted in the head by Randy Orton. 
thus getting him eliminated as well. So, not the best night for him. 13 was Knight of Champions 2008 when he faced Triple H. Now, Triple H won the WWE Championship that exact match in the Fatal 4-Way. Had the feud cut short a little bit against Randy Orton by one night stand because Randy broke his collarbone. And Cena will get the title shot going into Night of Champions. And this was kind of a definitive match because at this point, Triple H had just gotten drafted to SmackDown right before Night of Champions. So, either the WWE Championship goes to SmackDown with Triple H or Cena wins it and keeps it on Raw. Cena and Triple H go back and forth. Triple H retains. WWE Championship goes on to the blue brand. Now, this next one, Cena was supposed to get a World Heavyweight Championship match at Unforgiven 2008 in the Championship Scram match, but at SummerSlam, he suffered a neck injury in his match against Batista. He was advertised for the Unforgiven match, but then right afterwards, he announced that, hey, he's injured, can't be in the match, and was replaced by Rey Mysterio. So Cena would be out for a few months because of a herniated disc in his neck, but then announced that he would return at Survivor Series and just automatically handed a World Heavyweight Championship match against then-champion Chris Jericho without explanation. Cena came back, got the win on Jericho, new World Heavyweight Champion. So, 14 title shots so far. And now he's a two, now he wins both world titles. So then a few months later, for match number 15, Cena would lose the World Heavyweight Championship in the Elimination Chamber match. Edge would become new champion after losing WWE Championship early in the night. Took Kofi's spot in the Elimination Chamber match for the world title. Would walk out as champion. Cena would get a one-on-one -on -one opportunity on the March 2nd, 2009 edition of Raw against Edge. But of course, fails to win the belt. I believe Big Show got involved or something like that. Which then leads to opportunity number 16, WrestleMania 25. Not the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania like they keep saying. WrestleMania 25, triple threat against, C against Edge and Big Show for the World Heavyweight Championship. At the end, Cena had both Edge and B Big Show temporarily on his shoulders. Edge got off. FU slash AA to Big Show. FU slash AA to Edge on the Big Show. Cena gets the pin on Big Show to become the World Heavyweight Champion once again. So it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Would have been cooler with that proper spot. So then Cena would lose the World Heavyweight Championship the following pay-per-view at Backlash to Edge. World title would go over to SmackDown with Edge again. So that means Cena has to go for another World title, right? Well, his next opportunity would be on the June 15, 2009 edition of Raw for the vacant WWE Championship against Randy Orton, Triple H, and Big Show. The reason for this was because Batista had won the World the WWE Championship shortly before this at Extreme Rules against Randy Orton in a steel cage match. But then the next night, while he's talking about winning the WWE Championship, Legacy attacks Batista and Randy Orton breaks Batista's arm and it causes the vacation of the WWE Championship. But that's the... Proper terminology there. The championship gets vacated, and they announce this fatal four-way match. Not elimination style, just a fatal four-way match for the WWE Championship. Randy gets the pin after, I believe he pinned Big Show, become new WWE Champion. But this wasn't enough, because then title shot number 18, Night of Champions 2009, a WrestleMania 24 rematch, as Randy Warren defends the WWE Championship against John Cena and Triple H again. And once again, Randy retains. Then we get to the big feud that felt like it would never end. The one-on-one -on -one feuds with Randy. Title shot number 19. SummerSlam 2009 against Randy Orton. The match of the restarts. Where the match originally ended by disqualification because, like we mentioned a bit earlier, No Way Out 2008, like Randy got himself disqualified hitting the referee. SummerSlam 2009, 
Happened again. Match gets restarted. Count out. Match gets restarted. And then Randy eventually gets the win. Restarts really killed that match. The match number 20 was breaking point. So between these, like, yeah, right here, they decided an I quit match between Randy Orton and John Cena. Cena takes a bowl of punishment. They've got handcuffs and everything. Modified STF on Randy with his own arm trapped in the, with the handcuffs. Randy says I quit. John Cena, new WWE champion. Between this and their next title shot, Cena lost the championship to Randy Orton, held in a cell, no sold a punt, smart move. So then title shot number 29, or 21 is bragging rights 2009, the anything goals, falls count anywhere, Iron Man match between Randy Orton and John Cena. Cena, I believe he won about 6-5 to five after getting Randy to tap out within the last 15 seconds of the match, the SCF, to become WWE champion again. Then we fast forward a little bit to TLC. John Cena loses the WWE Championship to Sheamus in a tables match. Cena would get a one-on-one -on -one rematch on the December 28, 2009 edition of Raw against Sheamus, but once again, fails to become the champion. Then number 23 comes along. Elimination Chamber 2010, Elimination Chamber match. John Cena, Sheamus, who's defending the WWE Championship in the match. Triple H, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, and Ted DiBiase Jr. I gotta specify that because I should say DiBiase, you couldn't mistake him for senior. John Cena would end up winning this Elimination Chamber match to win the WWE Championship again by last eliminating Triple H via the STF. But then right afterwards, Batista gets a title shot, and this causes John Cena's shortest title reign of all time. This would then lead to WrestleMania 26 being John Cena's 24th televised world title shot as he went up against Batista for the WWE Championship. Cena would get the win after getting the STF, Batista fading away and slowly tapping out to conclude the match up. Then afterwards, Cena had the title for a bit, retained against Batista, Batista left, lost the title in a fatal four-way match, and of course, fatal four-way. I believe it was, like, Sheamus would win the title, I believe he also had Ray Orton, and possibly uh, Edge. I can't fully remember who was in the fatal four-way. All I remember was Nexus got involved. We lost the title fatal four-way. Cena would get a one-on-one -on -one rematch on the June 21st, 2010 edition of Raw for title shot number 25, Fails to win the championship. <laughs> but was that it? No. It was that match number 26. Money in the Bank 2010 against Sheamus in a steel cage match. Still fails to win the championship because of the Nexus involvement. It'll be a bit of a repeating pattern there. John Cena then would not get another title shot for number 27 for another couple months until Night of Champions 2010. Six-pack elimination challenge. John Cena... Defending champion Sheamus, Randy Orton, Wade Barrett, Chris Jericho, and Edge. Cena will get taken out, and the eventual winner would be Randy Orton. This would be John Cena's last half shot for a good little bit. Probably about six, seven-ish months. Because then title shot number 28 would be again at WrestleMania 27 against The Miz. Cena got eliminated by The Miz, who was not even a participant in the Royal Rumble match. Cena would then win the Elimination Chamber match the next month, chooses The Miz as his opponent WrestleMania. These two, again, not the worst main event in WrestleMania history. I said in the WrestleMania 11 review, what is? These two went back and forth. Not the best match, but that after the initially ending double countout, The Rock restarts the match, no disqualification, no countout. Rock bottom to Cena, Miz gets to cover, Cena loses. Then comes opportunity number 29. 
Triple Threat Steel Cage Match at Extreme Rules, John Cena defend, challenging for the WWE Championship against The Miz, and the third wheel, John Morrison, who I believe at this point already had heat with company because of the whole thing involving Trace WrestleMania. I think John Morrison somehow became number one contender. I don't remember exactly how, but he got involved. John Cena will win the match after a huge FU out of the corner to The Miz to become new WWE Champion. Hip it for so then after this, Cena would lose the championship to CM Punk at Money in the Bank 2011. There would be a mini tournament where Rey Mysterio would become new WWE Champion because, hey, we don't have a WWE Champion now. Ours just ran off on us. So then Rey Mysterio becomes new WWE Champion by last eliminating The Miz in the tournament. Then that same night, Cena then just randomly got a title shot in the main event and would beat Rey Mysterio to become new WWE Champion. Ugh. This is what happens when you have no explanations for these actions. Then, technically, came title shot number 31, because right after winning the championship, CM Punk returns after an eight-day hiatus away from the company. We have two WWE champions. So, number 31. This was something I mentioned at the beginning about unifications being allowed in here. Became John Cena versus CM Punk to determine who is the true undisputed WWE champion. At the end, CM Punk would get the victory after GTS... Triple H was a special guest referee, did not catch Cena's foot on the bottom rope, but still CM Punk won to unify the titles. So technically, I would count that. Next title shot would be the following month, title shot number 32. Cena would become number one contender to the new WWE champion, Alberto Del Rio, who cashed in Money in the Bank after CM Punk uh, unified the championships after getting attacked by Kevin Nash. So John Cena beat CM Punk on an episode of Raw, became number one contender, United Champions 2011, against Alberto Del Rio, wins the match via the STF, champion for the quadrillionth time. Jesus. After this, Cena would lose the WWE Championship to Alberto Del Rio and CM Punk triple threats Hell in a Cell match at, conveniently, Hell in a Cell. Cena would then get his title shot for Alberto Del Rio because both him and CM Punk were contractually obligated to rematches. So Cena got the first match, title shot number 33, Vengeance 2011 against Alberto Del Rio, in a last man standing match, Austin Truth would get involved. The ring was already destroyed because of the superplex from earlier in the match between Big Show and Mark Henry. And I believe Del Rio then hit John Cena with the WWE Championship to guarantee he would stay down, thus giving title shot number 33 a loss. Now, title shot 34, this was the Money in the Bank cash in by John Cena. He won the champion the contract at Money in the Bank 2012 after he after it came off the hinge. Decided, hey, I'm gonna cash in the Money in the Bank contract against CEO Punk at Raw 1000, which was July 23rd, 2012. At the end, John Cena would win the match via disqualification when Big Show got involved. A lot of people keep saying Cena's the first person to cash in and lose. Technically, no. The correct way to say it would be John Cena was the first person to unsuccessfully cash in because he won the match technically by DQ. So it would be proper to just say he's the first person to unsuccessfully cash in. You can't say he lost because he won by DQ. Technically. This would eventually lead to number, match number 35, SummerSlam 2012, Triple Threat, Big Show, John Cena, CM Punk for the WWE Championship. CM Punk and Turnkill right after the match, attacking The Rock. So we had a new CM Punk. Triple Threat for the title. Cena, I believe, he hit the AA on Big Show. Punk threw Cena out of the ring, got the pin on Big Show to sneak away and retain the championship. This would then lead to match number 36. Night of Champions 2012, John Cena versus CM Punk for the title. Cena hates how CM Punk's a heel. He's a chicken shit. Trying to claim that, oh, he'll retain the title by any means necessary and all that. 
Punk demanding respect. Title match happens. Match ends in a draw because of a double pin when John Cena hits a kind of like a bridging German suplex off the second rope. Both men's shoulders were down. And, of course, that means in, the, in terms of a draw, champion always retains. Like we saw back at the draw finish for Royal Rumble 2004 for the last minute standing match between Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Or even the World Heavyweight Championship match between Triple H and Shawn Michaels at the end of uh, last Raw 2003 for the world title. Double pinfall, championship or champion retains. And Cena's like, oh, don't I get anything? My, my dad's here. No. Rules are rules. Came, then came title shot number 37. There was debate on whether or not he was going to get the title shot at Hell in a Cell. He couldn't be clear in time because he had issue with his triceps. So Ryback got the title shot. Ryback could not get, win the title at Hell in a Cell. So came the triple threat with CM Punk, Ryback, John Cena, Survivor Series 2012. He had that weird image of Cena and Ryback tugging on the championship. And Punk was worried like, hey, you rip it. So they have the triple threat there. That's night the Shield debuted. Ryback hits Shell Shock on John Cena. The Shield gets involved. Triple powerbomb to Ryback through the announce table. And Punk gets the pin on John Cena. Now that Ryback is out of the way. Good way to protect Ryback. So then Cena would not get the title match number 38 until WrestleMania 29. So he would win the Royal Rumble match last night meeting Ryback. Uh, the Rock would win the WWE Championship from CM Punk. Ending the 434-day tower reign that same night. Retains it against CM Punk at Elimination Chamber. So then John Cena decides, I want a match against The Rock. Twice in a lifetime. For at WrestleMania 29, match number title shot number 38. Cena would win with the F, the AA. The less said about that match, the better. So Cena would hold this championship, drop it to uh, Daniel Bryan at uh, SummerSlam 2013. Had to go away for a little bit because of a torn tri uh, fully torn tricep in its left elbow, I believe. So then Cena would be off for a couple months, rehab, surgery, and then automatically. Hell in a Cell 2013 for title shot number 39. He automatically gets a world title shot against Alberto Barrio. Again. Unexplained. And if, with one arm, even though he had one gun arm, he still beat Alberto Del Rio to become the new world heavyweight champion. Then came number 40. Another thing that I mentioned. Unifications count. So, match number 40. TLC 2013. Randy Orton, John Cena, TLC match to unify the WWE and World Heavyweight Championships to make the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So back to Survivor Series the previous month, Cena once again kept the WWE Championship, retained against Alberto Del Rio. Randy retained, or sorry, the World Heavyweight title against Alberto Del Rio. Randy retained the WWE Championship against Big Show. Confrontation at the end of Survivor Series. They make a champion versus champion match. Winner takes all. John Cena ended up like getting, I believe he was handcuffed to one of the ropes. Gets yanked off a ladder. Kind of falls face first, botchingly into a table in the corner. Randy climbs up, gets the belts, and John Cena fails to win the World Head Wins WWE Championship to become the Unified Champion. So therefore, Randy becomes the new face of the company. <laughs> Getting me with a spoon. Then came title shot number 41. Another unexplained one. Because out of nowhere, despite the fact Daniel Bryan was white hot with the fans, Stephanie just came out saying at Royal Rumble, we're going to see John Cena challenge Randy Orton for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in Royal Rumble. That went over well, didn't it? At the end, Randy Orton would retain the championship against John Cena. Very vocal crowd. Let's forget that match ever happened. But that wasn't it, because title shot number 42 the next month, 
In the Elimination Chamber match for the championship, it was John Cena versus champion Randy Orton, Cesaro, Christian, Daniel Bryan, Sheamus. Cena would get eliminated because the Wyatt family would end up getting involved, costing him the title shot. Randy was still retained at the end, last eliminating Daniel Bryan to walk out as champion. Title shot number 43, Money in the Bank 2014. For the vacant title, it was John Cena, Alberto Del Rio, Bray Wyatt, Cesaro, Kane, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, and Sheamus. Now, the championship was vacant at the time because Daniel Bryan had won the championship at WrestleMania 30 against Batista Randy Orton, retained the title the next month, or next pay-per-view Extreme Rules against Kane, neck injury, had to vacate the title shortly thereafter. So this was for the vacant title. At the end, Cena would ascend the ladder, win the championships, and of course, Triple H's facial expression sold it all. He's like, oh my god, this is happening again. Why? <sighs> so 43 title shots there. So then Cena would drop the title in squash fashion to Brock Lesnar the next month at SummerSlam. Today, magnifique. But then he gets his contractually obligated rematch. Match number 44. Night of Champions 2014 against Brock Lesnar. Cena put up more of a fight. So they try to rebuild Cena to give him more of a fight for Night of Champions. But of course, Seth Rollins interfered with briefcase and everything. He wanted to cash in, but still, matching survived disqualification after Cena was just about to win the championship. Uh, not the best choice. Then match number 45, Trouble Threat. John Cena was originally just supposed to take Brock Lesnar on one-on-one -on -one at Royal Rumble 2015. Seth Rollins got added into the match. Trouble Threat, awesome match. At the end, Brock Lesnar would retain after taking down Seth Rollins for the pin to retain the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Cena would then not get another title shot for about another seven months. Walking into SummerSlam 2015 as the United States Champion, Getting a style shot, number 46, against Seth Rollins. Title for title. Not a full unification, because of course both titles would stay active. John Cena set, challenged Seth Rollins for the championship, and... <sighs> Rod Stewart, or whatever his name was, like, freaking interfered, attacks John Cena, trying to stop Cena from tying Ric Flair's record for 16 world titles, cost John Cena the match. Rather stupid, huh? So John Cena would not gain the WWE Championship, but still lose the United States Championship to Seth Rollins regardless. <sighs> Four more, folks. Next up, No Mercy 2016, triple threat against defending champion AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose. I don't remember why Cena got involved in the match. For the life of me, I don't remember. And at the end, I believe AJ Styles hit Cena with a chair that might have been the finish. I know there was a chair involved. AJ pins Cena, retained the title. At this point, Cena is not their quote-unquote top guy anymore. Still. Then number 48 still happening. Royal Rumble 2017. John Cena gets the one-on-one -on -one title shot just because. I believe he even said in a promo, he's like, I'm challenging for the WWE Championship just because I am John Cena. Goes against AJ Styles. Wins title for title shot number 48. He wins the championship against AJ Styles. Comes 16-time world champion. Can't delay the inevitable or prevent the inevitable. So then he would lose the championship the next month in Elimination Chamber. Bray Wyatt wins it. He would get a title shot, triple threat against champion Bray Wyatt and other challenger AJ Styles, February 14, 2017 edition of SmackDown Live. Once again, fails to win the championship as Bray Wyatt walks out as champion, goes against defending the championship against Randy Orton. <laughs> and finally, match number 50. Fastlane 2018 Six-Pack Challenge. 
Yeah, I believe six packs. It was John Cena, AJ Styles, defending champion AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, six pack challenge for the WWE Championship, and of course AJ walks out as champion. Good lord, fifty opportunities to win a world championship on television in the course of fifteen years. A two-year gap between the first and the second. Like, golly, it's like, when it out, give John Cena an opportunity. And like I said, there are 200 other, op 200 other examples to give. Those are dark matches and house shows, but I'm going to try my best to remember to do so. If you want to see the entire list of every opportunity that John Cena's had for either the WWE or World Heavyweight Championships, I'll put try to put the link to the Excel spreadsheet link in the description. If you guys would like to see that for yourself. But golly, let me know what y'all thought in the comment section below. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode of the podcast. If you did, leave a like, subscribe with that bell turned on. Uh, didn't expect the episode to get this long, but here's what it is. So thanks for checking this one out, folks. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out and good day, everybody.